Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Matt. Hey, you guys. Now, I keep changing it up from <laughs> hey, you guys to hello there to all these other things. And... I know. I can't. Well, I wanted to stick with hello there, but every time I say hello there, like the instinct is a Star Wars response. It is. And I want to yeah. like yeah. fall into that. Oh, General trap. Kenobi. Yeah. I understand. I feel you. I can, I can, I can respect what you're saying. That being said, what are we doing? Uh, the Gamers 2 podcast. That's coming correct. Coming at you September 7th? Yes. 2018. 2018. The 7th of September. So, now, normally this is the attempt to be a gaming podcast. Time is flying. Time is flying. We're already, at, yeah, it really, like the, the other day I was doing stuff at work and I'm like, September. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> um. So yeah, normally gaming podcast—that's what this is, for all intents and purposes. But as history shows, we don't always stay there. That being said, what have you been up to since we last recorded? Uh, let me pull out my handy dandy list of things. That's not long, and I know already. Um. <laughs> Just playing World of Warships, chugging along. Alrighty. Getting some games in. Hey, still going. Getting some games in. I'm trying to get into a routine. I haven't figured out what that routine is. This might be your current streak for weeks in a row that you've played a game. I know. It's it's like Uh, 25% actually playing the game. 75% watching and learning and... 75% watching and like looking at stats and trying to decide like what I want to play. That does sound about right. I spent three quarters of my time trying to figure out the decision and then about 25% of the time executing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the meta is so meta in World of Warships. That's a lot of meta. It's just so... The meta is so important. Yeah. That it's hard. Like That you can't not do it. Yeah. But my play style isn't the meta. Right. Which puts you in a difficult spot. Yeah. So it's either follow my play style and what I like to do and get my shit pushed in on a a consistent basis or follow the meta and not actually enjoy playing the game. Right. So in either one's not really a win Enjoy losing or enjoy kind of winning? I don't (laughs) know. Wasting my time. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, there's that. 
Um, what else have I doing? Haven't re- haven't I kind of just dropped off? I stopped reading the Bruce Lee biography, but uh, it's still sitting on my nightstand. So it's he stares at me every night, judging me. I mean, as he should. Who he doesn't? Should. Who doesn't Bruce Lee judge? I mean, that's from beyond the grave. We, we can. We all should live up to Bruce Lee. Um, I can't be Asian. True, you could be a kung fu master. And my family is currently alive. Okay. Do, um, I, do I need to, do I need to jokingly shit on him anymore? I don't know. You don't shit on Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee shits on you. <laughs> oh, you beat me to it. Um, watching the volleyball anime still. I'm, Third I'm, season. Last I'm, season. I'm happy. I uh, I don't know. It's weird because I can't say that I'm happy that you're watching it because you you are an anime person. Uh, but it's my my sport at this point. This is I the guess. Second time I watched it. So. Yeah, exactly. It's the funny I thing like too. It. It's good. Yeah, because when I snapped you the other night and you snapped me back that you're watching I wanted, that, I, and I was, like, I was nice. lazy because I wanted to snap you like one of the ridiculous action scenes so you could ah. see like what it looks like when they play volleyball. But I was I didn't I was too lazy to rewind it and try to like you know figure out the timing and all that. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. Fair you're enough. Just, you're just getting what's on the screen. <laughs> uh, that's about how we always snap, isn't it? True. Um, I watched Altered Carbon. Uh, 10 episodes, watched all of it over the course of the week. Um, it was, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't want to just off the cuff say it was good. I liked it. Um, pacing was the end of it. They tried, they, it seemed like they were trying to get a lot in at the end or they were rushing it a little bit. Okay. Um, but the concept was really cool. The world was really cool. Um, and it was fun to see them like it'd be it'd be a good uh yeah, I don't want to say I, this. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time talking today, but I, it'd be it'd be a good I like, can help you with words when I know where you're going, yeah, but know, at right? this point I don't. Um it'd be a good book. No, movie. It'd be good to get you hyped actually for cyberpunk. It's very cyberpunk. Oh, okay. All right. Um but the the concept of the show is cool, and I kind of want them to do like another season of it, right? Um, I just don't know if they could do it as interesting with the same characters, or if they just like take that world and you know put new characters in it. Oh, okay. Um, but that's that's where I'm at. No Formula One this weekend, so none of that. Fair enough. Yeah. What have you been up to? I've been up to a lot. MLB, but minimal, so we'll keep that thrown and throw that to the side. World of Warcraft, the major one, playing a lot of that. Uh, raid came out this week, so I raided now. Mm. Did you did the raid? I ha- I've not completed it. Mm. I think I have two bosses to go. Technically, are they? Is there a? Um, are people still figuring out uh, a routine, or is there like a? Uh, dedicated like this is how you beat it type thing set up yet. This is how you beat it type of thing set up yet. Okay. Um, it can it can vary group to group. Uh, according to what I may have heard the other night, um, the group that I ran with, we were you know do this do that call it a day. Um, but then that's not the initial. That's not the guild that I am in. I ran with a different group and did not run with my guild. 
one of my friends ran with my guild even after she ran with us the first time. So she was just going again for practice. She's like, I've learned so much other stuff because of how bad this is going. I'm like, oh, that's all right a, then. I feel like that's like an insult. I'm like, I'm happy I was not there. <laughs> oh, she ran with like, well, you were not She there. ran with me in the first night mm-hmm. with her guild. Then I did not run with my guild on purpose because I had already run that night and I didn't want to. But she did just to try to get like practice in and stuff like that of like knowing fights. And she's like, I'm learning more that's not that's because this is going bad. And I don't know where they finished the other night. It's uh, funny how that I, I go ahead. I love it and I hate it how that happens. Like you can get into a group. Like it's easier like I, I think I feel like with the game like wow, it's easier to like know what the what you're doing wrong. Yeah. And then like say, for example, Destiny where you're trying to do a raid and like you're doing everything right. But you're not. It's not working, right? And it. Uh, I mean, still but you'll get in a group still where hands you'll do down it to the me, same way, and it'll it'll go flawlessly. Yeah, still hands down to me was the the best raiding experience we had on Destiny was during the first raid. Oh yeah, the when Vault Glass. Yeah, Vault of Glass when we were killing it. Oh yeah, I think we ran that thing in thirty minutes at one point. Yeah, it was like thirty six minutes. Yeah, thirty six start to finish. I, a total of like maybe five deaths or whatever, like not enough for the achievement, but just hauled through that thing because mm-hmm. everybody had their roles so, and everybody knew what they needed to do, and we were in and out. we were methodical. Yeah, it's it's bizarre now because we're older. Everyone's all of our friends are older. We all have like you know we're adulting, and you <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Adulting. Like at that moment, we were all as invested deeply into the same thing, so we we're all like on point. Yeah. And now, like... We were all on point, and Nate had to have his first experience raid leading. Actually, like, raid leading of, I'm the one with the strats open on my second monitor trying to stare at stuff like, what the fuck do we actually yeah. need to do? And it's, it's like, it's hard. Like, we don't have that anymore. Like, everyone's no. doing their own thing, so it's like, you know, you, d- you don't get it as often. Yeah. But uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I was happy to, happy to do it with the people I did it with. Um, the other part of the reason I didn't want to do it with my guild is my guild is a bunch of pricks. I'm used to most of them for the most part, but there's a lot of them left mm-hmm. due to, I don't know if there's a falling out or something like that. And there's still one that stayed and I don't like him. I'm like, I'm not raiding with him because he's the raid lead. I'm like, I don't want to deal with him. I don't want to deal with his bullshit. So I didn't go. Yeah. And I told the the tank for that group. He's the one that I, he's the reason I'm in that guild. I told him, he's like, are you going to raid with us? I was like, I'd rather not. Like, I'd, uh, He's like, well, we've gotten the ahead of the curve um, achievement is an expansion each achievement that says you've completed the raids before the end of the expansion or yada yada. Yeah. He's like, we've gotten it every time. And I'm like, cool. I want to enjoy. What, I don't care. Like, I want to enjoy what I'm doing. And I haven't enjoyed raiding with you guys with that person in the group. Yeah, that's that's always the funny part to me when you get into like that end game content with games like WoW and is like you think everyone would be on the same page where it's like it's a video game we're all here to have fun yeah but like people are like no this is like intense job we need to we yeah need to do, and, you know? and that's what was happening is it was just I'm like I don't have I don't have time for you angry little man to be barking in people's ears and not even ever at me. Yeah. But he just would never accept blame. It was everyone else's fault. And he was always just angry about it. Like, if we wiped, it was unacceptable. I'm like, 
I don't understand how that is in your brain okay. Yeah. I mean, you can and, wipe a hundred times, but as long as you're making it fun, then yeah, it'll and, be okay. So I was in with the other guild on Wednesday, and I was running with them, and we wiped maybe five or six times total. And each time was just, all right, so we'll just do this and this, and like we'll change up some stuff there. You know, there was no, no panicking. Everything was just, all right, cool, smooth, normal runs, nothing, you know. I was like, yeah, this is what we should be doing. As adults, this is okay. Yeah. You're all behaving civilized. Fail, analyze it, try again. Yeah. Like, we're failing at 5%. And they're like, yeah, we're close. Okay, cool. We'll just tweak up a couple things. We got this. Moving on. Play some more Graveyard Keeper. Good old Graveyard. How's your Graveyard doing? You got a lot of dead bodies? It's all right. I've got quite a few. That's good. I'm I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of these dead bodies, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh, you just eat them. I, I think I just need to hack them up more. Take their meat. Take their parts. Uh, you can you can really compact the body down once it's just skin. Fold it. Fold it up. If I don't know. There might be. Maybe there's a point in that game where I can just burn it. And, you think. And maybe. just get one square plots instead of like big ones. I don't know. That makes sense, but... I think there is a spot for a crematorium. I don't know how long that's going to take me to get to, though. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I played some Madden. I don't know why you do that. Uh, <laughs> then I played some Bloons Adventure Time on my phone. It's been my phone game. Okay. All right. Uh, and Adventure then, Time. Yeah. Bloons. Adventure Time, the show, is... Uh, yeah. It's over. Rest in peace. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to see that. I just did the good old, you know, Pope, whatever, blessing symbol. (laughs) It's the cross, but you know what I mean? Uh, I did that in a meeting once. Where were we? It was my last job. We were in like a tech meeting. And I was like, oh, yeah, you mean if somebody blesses it? And they just kind of look at me, and I just did the motion, and then like push my hand out, and they're like, "You're fucking insane." I'm like, "What? <laughs> we need somebody's blessing to do this. I'll bless it. There it is. Call it a day." Um, the I also have played Spider Man. You saw that Spider Man played Spider Man like two hours, hour and a half. Does whatever a spider can. Anyway, uh, that immediately goes to that Simpsons movie or my, episode, uh, Spider Pig. I fired up my PlayStation today, obviously, and um, Wall was all just like people. Like, you know how it gives you that, like, what's happening? Yeah, and everybody's playing Everyone's Spider- just playing Spider-Man. It's like, so-and-so unlocked this achievement in Spider-Man. So-and-so unlocked this achievement in Spider-Man. So-and-so, you know, it's like, oh, my God. I believe it. And then uh, the last thing that I played, not most recent, but the last thing I will mention so I played the Battlefield Five beta. That's still going on, right? Yep, it's on there. I got the message. And does for it, it look but... pretty? Oh yeah, yeah, it looks pretty. But does it play pretty? And it plays pretty. Do you do you like playing it? Yes. Yeah. Do I need a squad? You bet your ass I do. I, I and saw, I still enjoy it. Yes, I did. I saw one thing on it, one little blurb, and it was basically along the lines of like it's slow. Like the gameplay is slow. 
too slow. Slower. Is Battlefield know. always slow? Like, what are they? Is there a COD player that's complaining about it? Because yeah, know. obviously, no shit. And guess what? If that's the case, I'm not gonna get into a tirade. I was like, if that's the case, this Call of Duty is gonna be even slower than your previous ones. So shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think it's actually slow. Maybe somebody. Maybe it's just because I don't. There were a couple times where maybe like traversal seems slow, but I think that's a, a symptom just of the map being large that I was on. Yeah. It's so like, obviously, yeah, if the, That's always been if the like map, thing, if the map is large, it's going to take me a long time to run versus the guy that's in the Jeep driving by me. Yeah, that's always been a thing, though. Like, it's just, you know? that's no shit. Like, that's always been there. But Battlefield Five is now so far away. Is it really, though? Yes, because they pushed it another month. <laughs> November, right? Yeah. End of November? Yeah, we were in October 1st. Now we're going into it's November. It's pretty close. You think, it's it's it. too close. It's it's still close, but there's there's certain things in its way. But some of those things, I'm getting a, I'm getting to a segue, damn it. Some of those things. Oh, wait, I can't segue yet. We'll get back to that. <laughs> uh, still watching baseball. Soccer's in a break right now, so I'm not watching that. Watch football. It starts up this week. Watch Thursday night. Going to watch Sunday and Monday. And I watched... I'm now caught up on Westworld. Holy shit. I have more questions than answers. And I am now one episode away from being done with uh, Jack Ryan. Watching a lot of uh, TV. Or... Yeah, TV. Okay. I mean, none of that's on TV. No, none, well, of, it's, none of it's on TV. Westworld but is, yeah, guess, but but still, all good. Been enjoying them. Check them out. So back to the gaming segue and Battlefield Five being so far away, and me wanting to talk about things that are in its way. Well, guess what? There are new releases that we have, Matthew, this week. Tell me what you're looking at. What? What you looking at? Me. Uh, no, no, the other Matt that I'm doing a podcast with over there. See, he doesn't talk. Oh, fancy stuff. What? Are you on Reddit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. New releases for the week. You let me know if any of these stand out to you. Okay. And you, you like I am listening. I'm just, I know I'm you just are. Shopping. Nope. <laughs> I'm shopping for things I'm not going to buy because I just bought a giant pair of boots. Number one. Apocalypse Rider for PSVR. Number two is Claws of Furry for the Xbox. Number three is Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age for PS4 and PC. Number four is Destiny 2, the Forsaken expansion, PS4, Xbox, and PC. Number five is God Wars, the complete Legend for Switch. Number six, Ninja Clash of Carrots for PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Number seven, Planet Alpha for PS4 and Xbox. Number eight, Moonfall Ultimate for Xbox, PS4, and Switch. Number nine, the Battlefield 5 Beta. Number 10, Broforce made its way to the Switch. Gone Home made its way to the Switch. Hyperlight Drifter made its way to the Switch. Number 13, Kentucky Robo Chicken for the Switch. Number 14, Spider-Man for the PS4. Never heard of it. 15, NASCAR Heat 3 for the PS4 and Xbox. 
Number 16, NBA 2K19, PS4, Xbox, PC, and Switch. I believe that is the Prelude, or that's actually officially out now, one of the two. Might just be the gold version. Number 17, NBA Live and 19 for PS4 and Xbox. That might be the one version or the one edition. Number 18, Out of the Box for Xbox, PS4, Switch, and PC. Is there a reason why it's like... Uh, because I only had it. Xbox and then I copy and pasted from somewhere for, okay. the, for the other three platforms and it didn't change its formatting. So what I'm referring to for the people who are obviously, <laughs> you can't watch this, so the people who are listening, obviously all of you. Even if you watch The it, formatting's different for here, part here, of the... This. Here, camera, you take a look <laughs> at this. This part right here, it's over there, by the way. <laughs> Anyways. Ignore. The formatting's different and it's been driving me nuts. <laughs> But like I you assumed you, you just did built, it on I like, purpose. Gonna, you I thought just, maybe you did it on purpose to like remind yourself of uh, something because I do that sometimes on here. And I've just been like, it, I just stare at it, and I'm just like, I want to fix it. <laughs> you could have just messaged me and been like, Do you need me to not fix this? <laughs> I, yeah, you could have felt you could have fixed it. Yeah, anyway, whatever. number nineteen, Siggy, a fart for Melusina. That's an interesting name. Yeah, it is. PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Number 20, there's a new Yokai Watch game for 3DS. Two versions, as always. And number 21 is SNK Heroines for the Switch. It's a fighting anime game of all chicks. So you can pretty much take every stereotype you think is true, and it is. All right. Noise. Noise. All right. No ice. Who's starting here? Um, you are. Okay. First, on our list of flashy new ta- news headlines. Flashy news headlines. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza's really kicking me. On, the, the on, on our next segment, a flashy new headline. <laughs> um, Spider-Man for PS4 came out today to rave reviews. On Metacritic, it currently sits at 87 out of 100. With its user score being 8.5 out of 10. Uh, some of the reviews, IGN, 8.7 out of 10. GameSpot, 9 out of 10. Game Informer, 9.5 out of 10. Forbes, 9.5 out of 10. I still never understand Forbes. I don't care how many times I see it on these lists. I um, Fortune 500 companies, video game ratings. Okay. Yeah, I noticed they started doing games coverage when d- the first Destiny came out. And... Um, I mean, it's been all right. For, yeah, that's the thing. For the most part, their coverage has been good. So I'm like, I'll check. I'll you know. It, it hasn't works. been me complaining about an ESPN article that doesn't mention Dota. So, well, that's the thing. Is like the reason why I like Forbes content so far, as of what I've seen, is that the people writing it seem to be actually playing it. Yeah, it seems it seems like they actually went and got gaming people, not yeah. cover gaming. So that's it. What's your what's your review? Uh, my review in the hour and a half to two hours I played are good game. Pending. Good game. <laughs> I'll stay with good game. GG. And uh, I I think we're cro- we're probably closer to like in I, I think I like IGN score the best, even though I hate point seven because oh god that's so annoying to me. I saw so um, I'll go with like eight point five ish. The lowest score that I saw, and I didn't look for the lowest score. This was just the first one right. that, popped, that popped that I saw that I noticed was sixty out of a hundred. I think that's too low. I I wouldn't go lower than an eighty out of a hundred, but 
that's that's at an hour and a half in. So we'll see. So the Metacritic score is probably on point. You yeah, I think it's actually pretty close. I think I think the guys are like nine and a half. Like the game is good and it's really pretty and stuff, but I think they're. It's hard for they me also, to believe. They almost might be too happy with Spider Man. Yeah, that's, that that's that what there's I think. a successful Spider Man game versus what we've had before. It's hard for me to imagine that it's going to be like as good as like you know some of the other masterpieces that have come out in the past couple of years. God of War. Yeah, I mean, there's your immediate like God of War, which I haven't played. Zelda. Yeah, you know, that type of stuff. Mario. Last of you know a list of titles. Crackdown. Oh wait, that's been delayed into Shenmue Three. Oh no no. no. Wrecked. Boom, got him. All right, number two. Yeah, two. Tiny Build. My boys over at Tiny Build, my one of my favorite publishers. They're in like the top five, I believe. Yeah, top five publishers. Do you want to ask? I'll save it for later. Okay. <laughs> Tiny Build seems to have been pretty active this year at PAX West. They announced five new games as well as a few other details about already announced games. And outside of the new games, most of the news was about pre-order availability and alpha tests and all that other fun stuff. And a release date or two, so we'll just kind of skip over those. You can go find more of those if you want to from any other source that's reliable that's not named me. (laughs) Let's go ahead and take a look at the new games that they announced. What? (laughs) Nothing. I'm just hanging out. All right. Hellpoint. A dark sci-fi action RPG set in the aftermath of a massive quantic cataclysm. You play as a mysterious, ghoulish character whose intentions are entirely determined by your decisions. We watched the trailer before we did this. It uh, looked Dark Souls-esque. I don't really know if that's like the dying mechanic, but it was a third-person... Yeah. yeah. Sort of thought it's what it reminded me of, like sword and board, like yeah. melee, uh, combat kind of. There wasn't like a you know just roll around, you know, dodge the ground all the entire time, but there very well could have been. The next game is Hello Neighbor: Hide and Seek, a prequel to Hello Neighbor. Experience playing a game of hide and seek with your brother as you both deal with the loss of a family member. Spoiler: your mother. The game explains events that lead up to the original stealth horror hit, Hello Neighbor. Looks so depressing. Yeah, the trailer was all like good and stuff right up until it got really dark. Yeah, like, well, I kind of like, I feel like if we finished Hello Neighbor, it probably also make more sense. Get dark. Yeah, well, because you know the kids aren't there in Hello Neighbor. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they're dead. And like the they play some the, they play hide and seek forever. The, <laughs> the rooms that are locked that we you break into are like the kids' rooms. Yeah, and all explains like the crazy playhouses and stuff. And yeah, guys lived a fucked up life. That he has number three, Undungeon, a beautiful and complex action RPG pixel art game with a rich background, immersive story, and seven. Count them seven. Unique characters. Looked interesting. The trailer was four minutes and some odd long, and I was like, well, I don't have time for all it was this. Too long because it was very like but slow it, and just voiceover based. It looked like a, a roguelike dungeon crawler. You die as one character, you have to come back as a different one. Eventually, one of you has to finish the game situation. 
the, there's no permadeath for that character. I just don't think you can use it. The way they're talking about it, it sounded like you can't use that one back to back. You have to switch to a different one. Mm-hmm. So whatever. I'm going to skip a game. Come back to it. The next game is Pandemic Express. Welcome to the new kind of first-person shooter where survivors are escaping on the train from hordes of zombies. It sounds like Matt. Uh, what did I say? Cabinery of the Iron Fortress. Do you remember that? Oh, it? yeah, because all I can hear whenever I see that is the theme song. Yeah. And see, I can't sing it because it's all in Asian. Obviously, we just watched the trailer. Yeah. Does not look like that game at all. No, not But at if all. you read the description. Yeah. Kind of seems like that. It's definitely a first-person shooter. I believe it's multiplayer. It looked like it. Because it looked it was like... hard to see what was going on exactly because it almost seemed like you were playing like both roles at yeah. one point because he flips over because that's what the hands change were. Mm-hmm. Like, he's also playing the enemy at one point. So that's why I was like, is it a... I'm assuming it's like an infection style where there's a few of them and there's more survivors. And then as you get hit, you switch mm-hmm. while all, you know, yada, yada. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it looked cool. Like the world and like the way you traverse the world looked interesting. It looked, uh, uh, yeah. But the the gun was freaking me out. What was freaking me out was the amount of no scopes that were trying to happen with a sniper rifle. And the guy's not even down sights. He's Did just you... pulling pulling the bolt out every. Yeah, but know, it was there's... on the it was on the wrong side. Right, it was on the wrong side. It was freaking me out. Like, but it's also. There was also no crosshair. Yep. No crosshair. So I'm like, I, you are just literally, you're doing the equivalent of taking your gun and throwing it and hoping you hit something. The the bolt uh, arm was on the wrong side there. The, yeah. Like, it was, it was the, like a left-handed gun. Yeah. And it was a straight pull. Which it, was well, weird. the weird part too, though, is it was on a, it was a left-handed gun, which would have been one thing, right? Yeah. But he's using it on the right side of his body. That's the part that was really more frustrating to me. Yeah. It was, it was weird. It was definitely weird. And then the one that I would be the most excited for out of the five, Swag and Sorcery, the ultimate pen and paper RPG simulation experience from the developers of Punch Club and Graveyard Keeper. All right, so the it, the rose that it was showing, was that like characters, I'm assuming? Like, you, did you see how it was like when it was like showing like rows almost of like... Oh, like the three rows? Yes. Remember how the part it was talking about you can equip your characters and then send them out on missions and fight and stuff? Oh. That was three missions happening simultaneously. Okay. It's like that old side-scroller style of fighting. So they had their health and actions and stuff, and they were just kind of going across to enemies, and that's when yeah. you could pull up like a spell book and help them out with that stuff or whatever. Yeah. He just happened to have three fights going at the same time. That's why sometimes there were the three, there were one, yada, yada. It looked cool. looked interesting. I mean, you were building the entire village, so. Yeah. All of them looked pretty good. Like, there wasn't... There wasn't anything that looked bad. Yeah. There were just ones that looked intriguing to me and not. Mm -hmm. And that was the one that stood out to me. Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek looked interesting, but like... I I, I gotta... We have to finish the game first, I think. And it's hard to like... It looks like it'll be like a powerful story, but like, do I want to really put myself further into depression? Yeah, do I, I really want to deal with dead mother? Yeah, it's 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 rough, and it's funny because like they kind of bill it. <laughs> if you look at it quickly, Hello Neighbor quickly, or like this quickly, you'd assume it was a kids game. 
Yeah. In, total, to total a certain child degree, game. it is, but the the storyline there is very deep and uh, could be painful. Yeah. Just don't start the trailer and not finish it. That's the key. <laughs> if you're going to watch the trailer for Hide and Seek, you have to finish it. So that way you understand what we're talking about. Because if you only watch the first 30 seconds, everything's great. Or you could just watch the first 30 seconds and not uh, be traumatized. Yeah, and then play the game. <laughs> and then find out. <laughs> and then really traumatize yourself. All right. Um, number three. Fallout 76's release is fast approaching. And as such, we are learning more details about the game. Oh, boy. There's more details. First on the list is loot. Pete Hines clarified some loot details via Twitter, saying, quote, Loot containers are randomized. Everyone doesn't find the exact same thing in the same places, end quote. So wait a second. There's loot boxes, Matt? Is that what we're talking about? We are not talking about loot boxes. Okay. I mean... I don't want to get banned in Belgium. We are talking about loot inside boxes, but not those loot boxes. All right. I like they're like loot containers. I'm like, you guys got to really stray away from saying loot boxes, don't you? Yeah, now we're now we're getting way out there. Um, next, we have difficulty. Once again, via Twitter, Pete Hines was asked if Fallout 76 would have difficulty settings for enemies. His response, quote, No, there is no difficulty setting. The game is the same for everyone as it's a shared online game. A creature can't really be two different levels. Two, yeah, two different levels to two different players. End quote. Uh, we have yet to see any mention of difficulty scaling for player count, though. So I don't. No one really knows how that's going to work. We so it sounds make, like there guess. are definitely end game areas that you can't walk into early because you will die. Yeah, which we'll touch on that in a second. No, I bet we will <laughs> touch it all. Touch it all, Pete Hines. Um, you and your oil tycoon buddy wonder, Todd Howard. Okay, if there's children listening. Cover your ears. Uh, children, this is the time where ignore everything I've said before. Now cover your ears. <laughs> I bet. The thought just occurred to me. I bet that there is Pete Hines and Todd Howard fan fiction. Oh, I guarantee you. Pete Hines. All right, we should so, uh, rule. So any, uh, anybody that's never rule 34, if you want to find something real scary, uh, rule 34 Todd Howard. Have you done that? No. We're going to do that. Oh, God. I'm curious. I'm, I'm incognito tabbing for that. <laughs> no, nobody's seen that history. All right, where were we? Um, finally, some story details from a recently released. Just so I mean, I don't want to completely derail this thing because now that you brought okay. it up, somebody that I I might listen to this. I don't know if it was her or not. Okay, didn't know what Rule Thirty Four is. Now she's on the internet, like frequently Reddit. All that stuff. Okay. So this is like a famous person or like what are we talking about here? No, Someone no, you watch? No, no. She's a real person. She's, like, she listens she's, to us. Oh. So we're the famous ones. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> In the reverse whoa. order. Whoa. Let's back that train up yeah, real let's, quick. Okay. Sorry. Let's, you're right. Let's be completely honest with ourselves. She's we're someone spe- you know IRL. Yeah. Uh, it counts. Okay. If it's via internet, Video games. It yeah. It counts. Uh, but I thought... Rule 34 got brought up at one point around mm-hmm. her, and she's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. And I was just like, I'm not showing you. <laughs> I was like, that's a dangerous yeah. place to be. It was the same thing uh, the other night. We were, this might have been, it wasn't last week, it might have been two weeks ago. Maybe it was last weekend. 
and uh, Todd and I, along with her and a couple others, are all in a Discord channel because we're all playing WoW. And somehow the Baby Shark song came up. And they're like, we've never seen it. We don't know what you're talking about. And Todd and I are like, how do you not know what we're talking about? Like, it had it's re- it's weirdly had like a resurgence lately of okay. memes and stuff going around. Like people are like, oh yeah, the baby shark. And there's a bunch of people that apparently don't know what it is, but like it's been around for years. Like I knew about it years ago, and they're like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm like, I'll learn you something real quick. I had did the YouTube's baby shark grabbed the first cringiest video I could find that was in English. Threw it in Discord, and they're like, oh, my God, I don't know what's wrong with you guys. And I just, that's where it left. But that's that's a side note completely. Cool. A tangent inside a tangent, speaking of memes. What is this, Inception? We must I go really deeper. We fan. must go deeper. I'm a real, a real big fan of the subreddit meme economy. <laughs> meme economy is solid. Buy and sell memes. Oh, it's so good. Uh, oh, yeah. New Anyways. format, must sell. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> uh, all right, where were we? Uh, story details. Pete Hines is about to tell you about some story details because he lives in Texas, even though Bethesda's in Maryland. Oh, my God. Was I that, te- was that Texas he... or just ignorant? I'm not sure. I, it's I hard know. to tell the difference sometimes. Um, I thought Todd Howard was the oil tycoon. He is. Okay. That wasn't oil tycoon. Oh. That's a lot of oil is tycoons. cattle rancher? Yeah. Oil tycoon's a lot of yeehawing. Okay. You know, like, have you ever seen... Oh, God. I can't believe I'm going to make this reference. You ever watch Fairly Odd Parents? It was a Nickelodeon cartoon. Maybe, but not that I can recall. There is a character called Doug Dimmodome, <laughs> owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome. That's just what I'm picturing. We'll go. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. We'll mention Doug Dimmodome, Pete Hines, Rule 34. Hold on. Let me make a list. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, Story details. Story details via a Game Informer article. I can speak. An excerpt from the article reads, quote, when you emerge from the vault, you receive a transmission from the overseer. She left before everybody, Todd Howard said. Wow, what a typical overseer. All <laughs> right. She left it's secret like most, instructions. Most middle America bosses, am I right? Got him. Uh, she left secret instructions for you, and that's kind of the jumping on point for what we call the main quest, end quote. The article does go into more details about the story, but I left those out to avoid spoilers. Uh, the Game Informer article former article is a wealth of info on fallout 76 that we could probably spend the whole podcast on so check it out if you want to know more Uh, a few more quick details though groups can only be up to four players which we kind of knew most of this but yeah i think that was alluded to in the trailer yep uh so groups max out at four players uh maps max out at 24 you can fast travel to any one of your teammates and there's six regions that vary in difficulty there is also no level cap. Right, but there was the discussion that you stop earning. Yeah. You can cap out skills by like whatever it was. And then, 50, I think. Yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Number quattro. CCP Games, the developer of EVE Online, is being acquired by Pearl Abyss, the creator of Black Desert Online. According to IGN, the deal costs Pearl Abyss $425 million, and CCP Games will continue, to op- will continue operating independently. There was no specific announcement on how the acquisition would affect either developer. Interesting. Yep. They that did. Um, Eve, was... Eve is now playing the real life acquisition game. It's not yeah. just a game within a game. They, they lost the real life acquisition game and was acquired. No, that's not. That's, that makes it sound bad, but it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's probably fine. Um, they interviewed someone interviewed the CEO. I can't remember who it was, but basically he was like, we it literally he basically was like, we have no plans like to mess with them. We have nothing in mind for like projects. We just like mindshare. We just yeah, it was basically like we really like what they do, and they're a, a Western facing developer, and we're an Eastern facing developer. So we just thought it would be a good partnership. Yeah, they're a super Eastern face. I don't know if you ever played Black Desert Online, but back in the day when we started this, Nate's got about two hundred something hours into Black Desert Online, and let me tell you, is it Asian as shit? There's it's really bizarre to me because like I saw Black Desert when it was like before it came out, and I was like, that looks really cool. I would play that. And then I was like, no one I know is going to play that. So I'm not going to do it. So many people I know, like, <laughs> I don't know if like people are just were embarrassed and didn't want to say, Hey, let's get this game. But like a ton of people, not a ton of people. I know a few people I know. I played free, got the game and have played it like in the closet, basically. Or I paid for $10. One of the two. And uh, we're like, Oh, it's great. But you know, it's just, it gets boring after a while or whatever. Yeah, pretty quickly. I mean, technically, yes, I put 200 hours in. But once you reach the level, you're just kind of like, there's a, you can reach the, I think it's 55 real quick. And then the next five are a fucking grind. And you can lose progress, too. So it's like, I just would rather die. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Number five, THQ Nordic is continuing their buying spree by announcing that they have acquired the kingdoms of 
Amalur. Is that how you say that? Yes. Right? Uh, or Amalur might be. I don't know. Whatever. Kingdoms, might, be, might be less of an American A. More of a European A. I don't know what that means. Amalur. Amalur. That's a, okay. Whatever you We're say. not American. We're American. Okay, difference. Actually, technically, we don't, technically we don't pronounce the A. We're American. Uh, Kingdoms <laughs> of Amalur Reckoning, intellectual property, formerly of 38 Studios. The details of the purchase are not known, but THQ Nordic specifically mentioned that it includes the MMO Amalur, a project codenamed Copernicus that was never released. Uh, THQ Nordic purchased THQ name and a number of its IP, IP, IPUs. IPUs. A number of its IPs in 2013, and this year also per- purchased Coach Me. I'm, oh my God. We need, we, we're going to have to like. Do you want to redo this entire one? <laughs> I should have brought some alcohol with me. I, there's um, a lot downstairs. Where was I? Want me to go get you some? No, I'm good. Maybe afterwards. Um, Anyways, THQ Nordic purchased the THQ name and a number of its IPs in 2013, and this year also purchased Coke Media, which included even more original THQ IPs. And about a month ago, they also purchased Time Splitters IP from Crytek. THQ is dead, but it's not. It is definitely not dead. My favorite part is that it's not THQ, but it is THQ, but it's not THQ. It it really is. Like, you could go, like, deeper into it, and it's, like, even more ridiculous. Um, oh, it's super ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. That was fun to read. To read, and, like, I... Because, like... Like, did you know, it, you, get the, you get the original story. Yeah. And then you start doing research... And like you part, it's like it's like you know putting up the map with the strings and the pins, and you're like, yeah, oh, you become it? a crazy person. Yeah, did they? It wasn't that bad. But do it, we it know been. if they uh, bought the midway titles? I do not know. Because and that I didn't, would be wicked funny. We could we should look into that maybe. Add it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it like those guys from Regis. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was uh what was the call out all the time? Something check. Why am I forgetting it? I don't know. I don't Why know am I forgetting about. an inventory scan? What do they always yell? Skew check. Skew check, that's what it was. Skew check. There's there's anybody that's ever worked retail and had to deal with those guys. There's oh, yeah, some they're... there's some nightmares for you. Quality people. No, they're not. Number six. There was a Nintendo Direct planned for yesterday, September 6th, but it's been delayed due to a 6.6 magnitude earthquake that struck... Oh, boy. That struck... Hokkaido. Hokkaido? Hokkaido. Hokkaido, Japan. (laughs) 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 Uh, Sorry for blasting your eardrums for that one, but it was worth it. That being said, the gears were already in motion, so we know some announcements that would have been made in the Direct presentation. Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition is coming to Switch. That's the one that I think is on the phone. The Xbox and PlayStation versions are available as of yesterday, September 6th, and releasing soon on the Switch. Capcom released a demo for Mega Man 11 on the Switch out of nowhere yesterday. And also, 2K Games has announced Civ 6, which will be releasing on... Has announced that Civilization 6 will be releasing on the Switch November 16th. I had to, like... 
roll myself back and i was reading way further into Listen, that i i've already taken the crown this podcast oh, you, you for, got you i'm not trying to fuck ups. I'm, I'm not trying to take that i'm not trying to dethrone you in that uh yeah it was you know interesting to read and then there's a little like thing because uh the end fell off of the nintendo uh headquarters because of the earthquake so that was on the internet that was the thing the um, most thing I'm intrigued in there to try to figure out is how Civ is going to run on a Switch. I was wondering that. Yeah. Uh, and it said something like it's including four new... Um, what did, what is Civ called, I think? Expansions? Are they campaigns? Or like... I mean, they're expansions. Like, like they're like... They're DLC. Is that what you're talking about? Or you're talking about... No, I think they were like play modes or something. Like modes, maybe? Or maybe something. they're modes. Are they countries? Uh yeah, it sounded like it. So they're like they're adding in like another country. So they're adding in another playable country. There was like four. Yeah, so they could just be adding in four more countries. Yeah, that you it, can was, play. it was, it was like kinda, four I, four I think, leaders. I think Austria was one of them. <clears throat> could have been. I don't know. It'd but be really funny if you're playing as Franz Ferdinand Archie. Originally, when I read the article and I was looking into it, I thought that the Civ Six was only going to be those four. Oh then, no no. It was Civ Six, all the previous stuff that's come out, and four more. Yeah, I think it's probably the DLCs that are available on PC. And that's when I was like, "How is that going to run on a Switch?" I still don't know how it's going to run. It's just like the top, like the strategy. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how it runs on console. I don't know how it ran on console. The five, six, and Beyond Earth. I don't think we're ever on console. I think four might have been. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. Know. We'll see. Yeah, that'll be interesting for sure. Um, number seven, most gamers know that Netflix is making a Witcher series, and now Netflix has announced that Henry Cavill will play Geralt of Rivia. Is that you said that? Geralt. Geralt? Geralt. Geralt. Yes. Get, ger- the, the, the white, the white haired dude. Jif. <laughs> uh, Henry Cavill is best known for playing Superman as well as starring in Mission Impossible Fallout. What do you think? My what favorite think? Photoshop that has happened so far. Is in Witcher Three. There is a scene of Geralt in a tub, <laughs> and it's okay. just it's like one of the old like big metal wash basins. Yeah, and his legs are up. It's like you're looking at him from his feet, so his legs are up over the side, and then the next shot is like midway up his chest to his shoulders, and his arms are like mm-hmm. around the outside of the tub. And they took Geralt's face off and put uh, Cavill's there, and it yeah, that's pretty good Photoshop. Yeah. There was um I'm the, all right. I'm all right with it. Yeah. The internet had mixed feelings on it. It was I I liked the idea of either the initial immediate thought is everybody wants Mads Mickelson. Yeah. Because of that fan one and everything like that that mm-hmm. he is that he has been in. And it looks good. Yeah. I I'm, think but I think Henry can do it just fine. Yeah. I I thought the accent I think is going to be the hardest cuz it's not American English. It's more of like a European hint to it. You know, Henry Camel is English. Right, I right? know. I know he technically is English, but it's not English either. It's more like not Norwegian, but like Scandinavian, Scandinavian-ish okay. kind of. And, and to my, I don't to think- my ear for languages, which is <clears throat> that to say that if I hear somebody speaking one of the. Languages in Asia, I call them Asian, and I couldn't tell you where they're actually from, but you know what I mean. 
I, I honestly, um, I think he'll be better than Mads would. I just think Mads has the look already. Yeah. It's the look part of it that I'm going to have to get. I'm going to have to see what they do with him to make him look like Geralt. Like, yeah. not, not body-wise. I'm specifically talking shoulders up. His face. His face and his body hair. Body stuff doesn't really matter because he wears so much shit anyways. No, and all that matters is that you're ripped. Because that's, like, when Geralt takes off his stuff, he's just jacked and scarred because he's... Henry Cavill's not ripped, Nate. Not at all. Since when? That was a joke. I say, he's a sexy body. <laughs> Whoa. I right, sorry. Keep it in your pants, bro. Hey, listen, it's not gay. I can, I'm straight enough to admit and we're not to worry. I would have intercourse with this. All right, mustache. yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, keep it in your pants. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. Um I honestly I kind of expect them to just ignore the whole accent thing altogether. Yeah, no, so do I. I just uh because it's, it doesn't it doesn't have to sound like the game. That's the thing. It doesn't have to sound like the game. Like that's not the point. It just needs to be true to the books and the game. Yeah. Like just like do it correctly. Content. Do it correctly, the content. Not and then I'm not I can get around I get away <laughs> with certain other things. Like it's, watching Jim from the office be Jack Ryan. You take a little bit from it, you know. <laughs> it's scary because like Netflix isn't like And that's the not other, consistent. That's, that's the other part where it's scaring me that they have it, not like Amazon. Yeah. They're not consistent. Um, they're very much one of those companies that's like, let's shit, throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yep. Especially lately, um, which f- works for their platform. But when you grab an IP, like the Witcher, you're going to have a lot of angry nerds ravenous. Like yeah, you gotta you're going to have a lot of angry nerds. You got to be careful. You know, stomping on your doorstep. Number Ocho. ESPN Ocho. ESPN the Ocho. MMO Wildstar and developer Carbine Studios are being shut down. NC Soft released a statement to Kotaku, who broke the story. I, I just, I don't know. I didn't like the way I said Kotaku. Today, we are closing Carbine Studios and we'll begin the process of winding Wildstar down to ultimately shutter the game. Dun, dun, dun. Wildstar players who have spent money within the game will be refunded purchases from July 1st, 2018, until the payment system is shut off. We are also in the process of identifying the teams that will be doing the work to bring Wildstar to a close. These decisions are very difficult to make, and we are in the midst of shifting as many of our teammates as possible into other roles within the organization. Is Wildstar pay to win? I don't think so. Okay. It be since they're saying July first until payment system shut down. Does that mean I could download the game, spend a shit ton of money playing the game, refunded. and then get it all refunded? In theory, yes. Yeah. Funny. Um, the <clears throat> the I never played the Wild Star. I ne- I never played the Wild Star. You kid and your hip young MMOs. Um. But I was watching on Twitch on launch night. Okay. Just to see, because I'm always curious if it's if there's an, a new MMO coming out that looks like it could have an interesting... And it's, it's just a space MMO that I was like, all right, I mean, we'll see how you guys are doing. You know, there's no... There wasn't really humans, I don't think. I think it was all space creatures. So I was like, okay, completely new IP, nothing you can actually relate to and compare that if something actually looks good or doesn't. And... It looked interesting, but I believe there was reports a while ago that it was getting shut down. 
I think there was like rumors or something along those lines. Yeah, because oh, so the second PAX maybe that I was at, there was a giant Wildstar booth. Giant. Mm-hmm. Big lines, everything. And then I was watching launch night and gave it like a week and I never heard from it again. <laughs> There's been a lot of talk lately of uh, MMOs dying, essentially. Everybody loves to say it. They do love to say it. Video games were dying years ago. MMOs are dying. Comic books were dead years ago. Look where we are now, people. We're in the... Well, apparently, we're getting a new Lord of the Rings MMO. Boom, number nine. (laughs) Middle Earth Enterprises has signed a long-term licensing deal with Athlon Games. Can we be clear real quick? Yes. So they signed a a long-term deal with Athlon Games. Yes. I really wanted Middle Earth Enterprises to be the name of the MMO. I haven't read this article. You said Middle Earth Enterprises, and I was like, "Yeah, that could be a really cool like like the expansion to Star Wars Empire at War with <laughs> Terran." I was like, "That could that could be a, an interesting MMO style, especially in that universe. You have to give all these people black arrows to shoot down a fucking dragon." <laughs> anyway, there's only one who's going to pay me the most for it. Um. <laughs> Middle-Earth Enterprises holds the rights for the earlier works of J.R.R. Tolkien, including The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings books, but not the later works or the movies. Which is the Sermerillion and some other ones, I think. Yep. The newest one that's coming out. Or yeah, is coming I think out there's three. There's, there is. There's three. This The newest one is, th- is yeah, three. Yeah, The Fall of Man. Galadon or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Galadon, and then the other one was <clears throat> something to do, I think, with around the Return of the King time or whatever. Um, Not time, but whatever Athlon Games is a new studio based in, I'll tell you when my iPad opens. Los Angeles. Based in Los Angeles, owned by a Chinese holding company, which also owns Digital Extremes, the creators of Warframe. Solid game. And Splash Damage, who made Dirty Bomb. Still a solid game. And various multiplayer components like Gears of War 4's multiplayer and Batman Arkham Origins multiplayer. Didn't realize the second one had multiplayer. Uh, the list It's actually pretty uh, extensive, the list of multiplayers that they've made. I didn't realize that that was... Like, I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know it was like a common thing for them to be like, oh, make this multiplayer component for us. Well, I mean, that's what... So, we've talked about it before, but the studio that was in Albany... Yeah. That was what they were working on in, the, in First Destiny. Oh, okay. They had parts that they were doing in that. Uh, so really, the only thing we know about the new MMO is that it'll take place before men have come to Middle-earth. Yeah, take that, men. So it's before men and dwarves, I believe, have come to Middle-earth. So what do we have, elves? Uh, elves and pre-elves. <laughs> we got them pre-elves. So, um... I, I don't want you to go that nerdy on okay, me. Okay, we won't. We won't do it. You, you can go a little bit nerdy, just don't go all the way. It's basically like... The gods and angels of like Middle Earth, and then elves were like the first, you know, children. Ah, okay. So there's like this whole thing where like, um, which this is the weird part about this, which I find here we go. Uh, yeah, I know we're really like we're almost at an hour. We're at an hour now, but oh, I didn't look. <laughs> the interesting part about this is that a lot of that information is covered in the um the hell is it called there the Cimmerillion Cimmerillion yes so I'm not sure like how that's gonna work so they said it's a prequel essentially and that they're basing it 
but they only have the rights from the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit books and like his earlier works, which that's basically it. But they're like, oh, there's, you know, appendices in the books that include some of this stuff. And I'm like, you're going to do a whole game on that? Like, yeah, but I mean, you know that they, listen, they stretched certain books into three movies. They'll be all right. Yeah. They did not. So that's the other thing that was interesting too is how the licenses are chopped up. Yeah. It's a it's a goddamn mess. Yeah, it's gonna I'm I'm intrigued because unlike Elder Scrolls Online, I can get into the Lord of the Rings universe mm-hmm. at, without like killing myself. Yeah. So I mean we'll see. Yeah, uh, the first thing that comes to mind though is when they say that okay, so they have the people that work on Warframe. I'm like perfect, it's free to play. Yeah, so would be would be my thought. That's not what it says. They but. did. They did um, make a point to comment on whatever the holding companies called their experience with free to play game systems. Yeah, because so. Dirty Bomb also free to play. Yeah. Now there are money systems in both of those, but those are both good games. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. The only funny thing is when they're like, "Yeah, we have Dirty Bomb and Arkham Origins and Gears of War." I'm like, "There's not guns." I mean, there are, but there's not, you know, really guns in Middle Earth. We're all magicians here, people. And fighters. Crossbows, maybe. Yeah, but... Uh, Alright. Alright, so, listen. I did you a favor on this one. On this next one? Yes. Oh, okay. Next to the Chinese city... I'm, I'm not stopping. Come on, now. Is how you pronounce that said Chinese city. You got it? Okay. I mean, yeah, I got it, but I... Really? Yeah. All right. Some of those I, 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 well, I hope that's how I would write it if the way I want to pronounce this. We'll see how you we'll see. I just want to be all right. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'll clarify it when we get to the first one. Number ten. A while ago we talked about new teams coming to the Overwatch League that there was potentially a while ago <laughs> <laughs> A while ago we talked about new teams coming to the Overwatch League and that there were potentially room for up to six new teams on top of the two that we knew were definitely joining. Well, it looks like the best case scenario did happen. Blizzard has confirmed that the new season will have eight new teams Vancouver, Toronto, Paris, Washington, DC, and Atlanta are the US teams. Washington, D.C. and Atlanta are the U.S. teams. Obviously, the first three I mentioned are not from the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> Just the way I, that ran together. I was like, wait yep, a second. Paris, Vancouver, bad. and Toronto aren't from the U.S. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, now I want to be clear. You wrote Hangzhou. Hangzhou is how you say it. Okay. I would have wanted to say like Hangzhou, By the way, Hangzhou uh, or something. We annexed Canada. So, it is. Oh, it's just part of the U.S.? Okay. <laughs> See, I would have wanted to say like Hangzhou or Hangzhou. Yeah, I looked. I looked him up. All right, so Hangzhou, Chengdu, <laughs> and Chengdu. oh, it's Chengdu. Yeah. All right, so Hangzhou, Chengdu, and Guangzhou, Guangzhou, Guangzhou. Yeah. Okay. In case you're curious, if you want to get more <laughs> uh, Nate pronunciations on these, Hangzhou, Chengdu, and Guangzhou is how I would. That's the American way to say. It, that's I, I mean that's that's how I looking at them would well, yeah, attempt that's would attempt to in China go uh uh Hangzhou and just hope that they go yes and then I go all right perfect I don't know what I just said. <laughs> that's um 
that is why I looked up how to say them. And then I cross-referenced it with other sources because I was like, that also, can't be how you say it. I also it. like that you did that for me, but not in the earlier article. Oh, that was more like... Uh-huh. What was the earlier one? Uh, some other Asian thing that I couldn't... That I was guessing on. <clears throat> oh, man. Why are we going back up for That's this? That's fine. We'll just keep going. Uh, Cabinary Fortress? No. <clears throat> Uh, no, no, Melusina, no. Oh, Hokkaido. Hokkaido. Yeah. Um, I don't know because you don't know what it is because I see Hokkaido and I've seen it so many times before. You already know. I didn't even think about it. Like, anyway. So those three Chinese places are going to be represented as well. ESPN reported that each team paid an estimated 30 to 60 million dollars to join the league. Talk about talk about an MLM. Am I right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> for reference, uh, I think the first league teams. Yeah, I believe paid, they were ten million dollar buy-ins. Yeah, it was like ten to twenty million dollar buy-in. Yeah, but now we're popular, <laughs> so you gonna pay me thirty to sixty? We'll Here see. we go. We'll see for season three how much it goes up to. I mean, I we'll see, but they're not. They've still been popular and keep going. Like every time they come up on Twitch, they're still getting all this stuff. Now they're going on ESPN, yada yada. We'll see. It's been impressive to say the least. Number eleven, Polygon is making some big changes to the way they present reviews. Yeah, suck it, Polygon. They're completely ditching a number score and moving to a badge called Polygon Recommends. Uh, they have a very detailed outline for the changes on their website, but basically they're focusing on, quote, criticism and curation, unquote. Uh, on top of the Polygon Recommends badge, there will also be Polygon Essentials. Polygon Essentials seems to be the curated side to their reviews process and are their list of must-play games for specific platforms. You know what this sounds an awful lot like? Go for it. Nate Killian's review process and suggestions to friends. Those of you that don't know, Nate has an extensive list in which he has a criteria that he goes for. When somebody says, hey, what do you think of this game? He immediately then asks that person, what other games do you kind of like? So I can kind of get a reference idea. Okay. I'm not going to give you a number, but, you know, he usually goes with a three-point thing. He usually goes with buy it now, wait for a sale, pass. There's a little bit of a gray area around wait for it. Because then you kind of get into a money discussion of when you think the value is actually good. But he's usually pretty good, I think, about suggesting games to people. And I've been talking about myself in the third person <laughs> this entire time like an asshole. It wasn't an asshole until you started complimenting yourself. Yeah, well, I can't talk about the third. I can't talk about myself in the third person without you know just a little bit of <laughs> dust off the shoulder here. Uh, uh, the boy. the good thing I have to say about that, I don't actually have anything bad to say technically about it, other than. It's what I've been yelling about for years now, that a number score is fucking stupid. And this is the way that it should be. The problem usually, though, is when you get to a a site level like an IGN, Polygon, Kotaku, whatever, people, it's, it's hard to actually have the discussion that I think actually you need. Um, you, you can ask him if you want, but he'll never remember. Lawrence and I had this discussion at one point in his chat and Twitch. Uh, Lawrence from Funhouse discussing that reviews should not should not be numbers, and it should be an actual discussion about the game. 
there should never be a score. It should just be like, uh, do you recommend, do you not, yada, yada. Essentially mm-hmm. what this is. What, Max? <laughs> In that case, then, you, basically the ideal way to review a game would have like a couple people play the game and then sit down and be like, let's talk about this game. Right, which is the way that I've wanted to do. If I ever actually had to do reviews for either a site or anything, I'd be like, listen, I want me and two, at least two other people that I know, like you, me, and whoever, Kenny, Craig, Max. Todd, I don't care. Max can play. I don't give a shit. I'll play it twice. Just make him slap a paw on a controller for decisions. I don't give a shit. Um, and be like, okay, you, now that we're here, we're going to sit down and kind of have like an article discussion, essentially more of just like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for when you see interviews in text? Uh, question and answer. Yeah, but there's a, um, uh, it's, trans- a, it's an actual transcribed. Yeah. Like our conversation would just be transcribed, but there would also be like a video at the top of the article that would be us sitting around a round table, having discussions about the game to then just at a final being like down, I mean, um, down, mid up. That's all it would be. Didn't game informer used to do reviews like that where they would maybe they'd have a, at the end of their magazine, they used to do a thing where like they'd have the game. And then they'd have like two or three editors or whatever who played the game and they'd give their opinion. And uh, kind I think they of used like, to a while ago. I mean, I have a ton of game informers upstairs from years ago. We could take a look, but and they I, would kind of comment on each other's like yeah, sometimes opinions on it. But I want it more in like the video, like us sitting and yeah, conversing, conversing, and then it's the three thumbs method: pass, wait, by now. Can we, can we do it with like little signs or something? Oh yeah, we can do it exactly with I we'll make three paddle signs. We'll get good old uh those wide like tongue depressors and they'll mm. get a paper circle on it. Yeah. And it'll just be da 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 Yeah, that'll be all of this. We can do anything we want. I have enough rooms in this house to build studios wherever we want to. I don't see a cat habitat in one of these rooms. All right. You you that's what he uses this for. You monster. He uses that room for that. He just goes to the third floor and disappears. <laughs> All right. Number 12. Valve has released a progress update for Steam via the Steam blog that included some info on one of the most annoying aspects of browsing game pages. This is from the Q&A section. Quote, (laughs) quote from not me, but I'm going to read it like an angry internet person. Why do you keep asking my damn age throughout the store? End quote. Uh, that's just the question. Okay, so that's answer. the question. Now now here's from Valve. Uh, we're with you on this. Unfortunately, many rating agencies have rules that stipulate that we cannot save your age for longer than a single browsing session. It's frustrating, but we're filling out those age gates too. That was nice. It makes sense. Yep. Unfortunately, it makes sense. But good, it makes sense. Yeah. It's a... It's a Yes, it's annoying, but it's also good that they're not just saving your data the entire time. Yep. Oh, shizzle. Uh, 13. Or at least not admitting to saving your data all the time. Bingo. Uh, we're running long, so I'm not really going to do 13, but 13 We're not running that long. You're all right. Uh, well, I'm going to abbreviate it anyways. Basically, yeah. it's not gaming news. Google this, this finally... Is what I, this is what I got pumped about, by the way. Really? I was, I was skipping down. All right, fine. I'll just read it. Uh, not really game news, but Google has finally released a dark mode for YouTube on Android. Oh my God! Thank God. Being Google, they couldn't give us exactly what we would want, 
Instead of being a pure black theme, it's a dark gray, so no added battery benefits for AMOLED. AMOLEDs. I love that they just have to be so fucking difficult about it. Yeah. But thank God now I don't need to blind myself when I'm alone in bed just staring into blackness. And I'm like, oh, no, what a YouTube video I should watch is. And then it's just, my eyes start bleeding and I'm bloodshot now. Downside is that I immediately went looking for a dark mode for the Chrome browser on Android. But well, they oh, oh, yeah, yeah. But they it's, didn't add one in. The fact that they don't, that dark mode is not just an overall, like, yeah. Dark mode needs to be enabled in everything on a phone, tablet, screen. I don't need to see white every 10 seconds that I'm just blinding. I'm the equivalent of staring at the sun in the middle of the night when I turn, if your phone goes off. Yeah. I've, um, I've taken full of everything I have is in dark mode and I've also everything have, I can is in dark mode. I also have my, um, my phone set up with the timer to put on the, uh, nightlight. Ah, yes. The, and it's I have it set to be like really accurate. So it's like I usually go to bed or like I'm I'm going to bed physically up to my bedroom around midnight. So it turns on at midnight and it turns off at six AM. So it's Boom boom. Deal time. Deal time. All right, we'll do that. <laughs> I don't know if we don't have to. Uh, there's only one that we're going to call if that's new this week. Everything else is still the PlayStation Plus games, Xbox Gold games, and Twitch Prime that we called out last week. But this one is the new monthly bundle from Humble Bundle for October. So the September bundle is officially ended. If you want to see what was in the September bundle, you can go to HumbleBundle.com. Look for that. There, I don't remember what it was, but there were the games I was always talking about plus a couple others. But that bundle is now gone. Now the guaranteed one that you will get in October at the moment is Overwatch. So for $12, you can get Overwatch. And as far as I'm concerned, that's a pretty damn good deal. A Meshu. Oh, Shizzle. I was just checking out everything else. Yep, I am about to double check some stuff. So if there's anything you want to bumble around about go ahead and think about it for about 10 seconds well they got uh summer sale going on right now they uh, do have a summer sale going on right now so if, if you want some uh, you want some cheap games you can head over and over to humblebundle.com again and click summer sale doom yeah. is 10 bucks doom is a great game yeah 10 bucks is about as cheap as you're gonna get it yeah that's pretty much exactly right um let's see here dead by daylight's 10 bucks fallout 4 is 15 Elite Dangerous is thirty-two. Uh, Funny that that's still thirty-two dollars. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, Sniper Elite Four is eighteen dollars, and Sniper Elite Four, if you had bought the monthly, would have only been twelve dollars. So you lose six bucks if you buy it now, you sleepers. Jesus, I'm just saying we call out great deals all the time. People wait and then look at this. I got to already spend six bucks. Come on now. Come on, son. What else we got here? Digital tabletop. Yep, we talked about that one before, I believe. Yep, nothing really. Yep, same, same. Well, different stuff actually, but nothing exciting. Ah. Um. What else we got here? That's that's about it. Alrighty then. Sounds like it's been a good episode. You want to do it again next week? I I guess we have to. 
I mean, I mean it's, it's kind of been a thing lately. It is. I mean, what are we at now? Uh, fifty four or five. That's a, that's over a year. Yeah, we we had our year celebratory time in August. Ugh. I know. <laughs> Consistency. We're gonna have to like start improving this or something. Yeah. Now now we actually have to like go back and like, oh, did we do really bad in the beginning? Are we better now? Oh, it's we're not. Okay, what do we do? I think um, I think we need to sit down. You think that's an improvement? Sitting down? I think so. I think, or like, I need or like something. Actually, what if we actually? I need something to. What like, if we actually go with the ideas we've had? That's what I'm thinking. Like, I need something. I think to we need. Like, I think we need to commit. High top table, bar seat, bar height stool seats. Mics there, laptop with us, or tablets yeah. in front of us, and go and go from that. Yeah. And and fully commit. I can whip this de- desk out of here at any point. It's not really doing anything. It's really holding the a whole point. So we're standing right now. Um, In case you're curious, we, you could stop listening about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've through all of our podcasts, we've been standing, and I think we Every, everyone except for when we do a double record. Yeah, and we did it originally to help us sound better because we were, you know, we're not professional mic users. So like, yeah. this is and sitting down, you tend to slouch and you're compressing your air and everything like that. Yeah, but I think we're at the point now to where we could we we know enough to know how to control ourselves right and, voices and i think we're when sitting. we're in doing that if we're going to do something like that it's not a sit down and those sitting sitting down and those could work but i'd rather have it as like the presentive type what, style yeah. thing yeah i think the if we use like something like a computer chair it would just uh it would be a problem that we were trying to avoid the whole crunching right the torso yeah. I mean, we could literally just get the two. There's the bar stools downstairs hmm. that yeah. are around the island, Whatever. and just grab those, and then get a high the top. Giant, the giant balls, you know, the inflatable balls. We could be like the hip. You want to get fucking medicine balls? Yeah, like the giant, not a medicine ball, but you know, the giant inflatable. Ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, if we're gonna be like Google headquarters, am I gonna get a whirly cap and a ping pong table? I mean, if we have to. Oh, it's true. I guess. I mean, we can do it. Yeah, but then we could put it like over there. We can just throw this out of here. What's the what's the next big release we got coming up? The big release was Spider Man today. Yeah, but after that, and you, Forza that's Horizon you. Four. Oh, is that really what's next? Would be October first weekend. October. When's uh, When's Red Dead set? Twenty sixth, October twenty sixth. Yeah, we're not getting Forza though, are we? If we do, it's going to be via Game Pass. Okay, which is ten bucks. I feel like that's a better idea. Yeah, yeah. Because that'll that's. Yeah, whatever. We'll that would that would move it. us if we did it right. Then that would put us at six months of of playing it to equal it out. Yeah, but that's also including. No wait, what else is coming out in game? Whatever, we'll figure it out later. Game Pass, nothing. Well, six months you'd be pushing like Gears Crackdown potentially, <laughs> and Sea of Thieves is already on it and stuff like that. So yeah. we can, but we can hold that and do that at any point too. That's the other part there. Yeah, that's so we can te- we can technically treat Red Dead like our next one because Battlefield, Battlefield got pushed. Buy. Everything else is EA EA Premier or whatever, right? What else is there? Well, Battlefield got pushed. Battlefield's pushed. Fallout's November. Um, Assassin's Creed is a December game for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomb Raider is soon. I haven't even finished the Mario game Party yet. is soon. <clears throat> not my problem. <laughs> uh, Pokemon is November. Not I mean, my problem. Smash is December. 
you better, not your problem. You're gonna be digging deep. No, I'm 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 already figuring out how I'm gonna navigate okay, that spreadsheet. Nerd. I don't, I don't I don't need a spreadsheet. I just know how I'm gonna navigate that. Like I'm gonna avoid Mario Party and Smash probably. At least at first, until there's a sale or something, and I see it cheap because that'd be one thing. And then Red Dead, I'm getting on a trade in Battlefield. I'll have from EA, so then I have to buy one game in Fallout. Like, okay, I've succeeded. Sounds like a plan. It is a plan. All right, we're men with a plan. See how that works? Because we're plural. You can't say man with a plan. You have to say men with a plan. Anyway, later next week. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.